0: Our Heavenly Father, please fill this space and wherever the listeners are with your Holy Spirit and open up their ears to hear your message and let my words be your words in Jesus' name. I am human and prone to error. Please help me if any of my flesh gets in the way of your message. Because my heart's desire is only to share what you have placed in my heart. Guide me with the Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen. I felt God spoke to me in my morning prayer and said to tell this to you for this episode. Go tell the others Jesus is with you and wants you to follow him alone. Do not despair in your hour of need. Reach out to me, my people, and I will give you rest, and I will give you peace amidst the trials. Repent for your sins, and I will give you eternal life and the Holy Spirit to lead you to all truth. Do not follow other paths of salvation. These are falsehoods and false gods. Stick with me alone and follow me alone. For I am the way, the truth, and the life. Only I can bring you to the Father. Tell the people to reject the newcomer of this age and follow me alone. Do not transgress and stick with me alone and I will bring you peace that surpasses all understanding throughout the trials, my people. Wide is the gate that leads to destruction but narrow is the gate that leads to truth, light and life. I am the way, the truth and the life. Follow me alone and be prepared for I am coming soon. Only I can bring you to salvation and through the doors to the Father. Jesus is with you and knows you fully and wants you to repent for your sins and follow him alone. Only then will you have the Holy Spirit to bring you to all truth. And that was the end of the message. So what do you think Jesus means when he says, I am with you? And is this biblical, I wondered? Let's look at what the Bible says about Jesus being with us even before he comes. Matthew 18.20 in the Bible states, For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Do any of you guys watch the news, or have you reduced your watching like me? I noticed that every time I would watch the news, I would get bombarded with so many tragic events happening, both right here in California and all over the world. It is so heartbreaking and overwhelming to see. Watching the news makes me become afraid of living my life to the fullest. Watching the news makes me become afraid of living my life to the fullest, such as go out with my friends, go to events, or even go to church. Do I still do all of those things? Absolutely, because I know that Jesus is with me, That makes all the difference in the world. In this episode, he is saying that he is with you. There can be all the news in the world happening all around you. And there may be some difficulties or tragedies that you are facing in your life right now. But your perspective all changes once you realize Jesus is with you. In all of those trials, he will literally take the most dangerous, tragic situation and turn it into a wonderful, beautiful situation if you believe in him. I have seen it happen so many times already. He has saved so many people right in front of my eyes. He brings in joy, peace, and hope amidst the trials. He brings love into this world. This world that is filled with so much brokenness and hate and indifference. If we stick with him daily, he can increase good works in the world through us and we can share his love with others because he empowers us to do so with the Holy Spirit. So whatever you end up seeing in your life today or on the news, Know that Jesus is with you, and he will help you. Follow him daily and cry out to him in your hour of need. He will answer. Does he answer right away? Sometimes he does, but even when he doesn't answer right away, do not despair. Instead, keep praying and thanking him and believing that he will answer in time. Once he does answer and what you pray for comes to pass, you then can see that he had to answer at that time and hour. Of course we know that in the end it is his will that will be done. We need to be careful as well, to not think we can just get whatever we want. We need to pray and stay in his will as well. We need to trust in his timing and know that he knows what's best for the common good. And for us and the ultimate most important thing, which is for us to be saved and spend eternity with God. In this episode, Jesus has said to tell the people to reject the newcomer of this age and follow him alone. I'm not sure what he means exactly with the newcomer of this age and who he is or if he even is one single person. I do want to talk, however, about a few things that I have seen happening lately, both on social media and amongst people that I know and love. These things concern me as I love all people and want them to be saved through the only way you can be saved, which according to the Bible and what I have witnessed in the past three years is believing in Romans 10:9 which states if you declare with your mouth Jesus is lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved here is another verse in the bible that speaks of Jesus being with us Luke 17:20 20 to 21 states Once, on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. In some translations of the Bible this reads, The kingdom of God is within you. Let's look at that more closely. In the Bible it states in 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. In 1 Corinthians 3.16, it states, Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in your midst? What I have been observing is some people have started to say that God lives in them as a light and that they do not need to believe in Jesus because God lives in all of us. They say they are the light and the children of light. The Bible states in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, and no wonder or Satan himself masquerades as an angel of life. All of this points to self. Even if the Bible states the kingdom of God is within us, that is talking about God the Holy Spirit that is given to us after we repent for our sins to Jesus. The Bible is very clear about this. And so far, there has been no one else in history that I could find that has claimed that they are the way to salvation. Only Jesus has said this. Looking at all of this, we see that mankind wants a relationship with God. My understanding is that innately, we all know there is a God, and are searching for Him. And that is one of the reasons why sometimes people make idols, because they are looking for a god to worship. Some people are even claiming that certain drugs can bring you closer to God. This is mainly because of how much they crave to have a relationship with their Creator that they innately know exists. They do not realize or are not ready to hear that Jesus is our Lord and Savior. And what is written in the Bible is true. You do not need drugs to get closer to God and get to the love and peace that you are so craving. You need to come to Jesus and repent for your sins and receive the Holy Spirit to get closer to God and have Jesus be with you. Then, you will feel this love, peace, and joy you are so craving. Before my testimony, I could not understand that. Once I felt the pure, unconditional, holy love of God, I realized what saved means. On earth, it means he loves me regardless of whether I do good works or not. His love is unconditional, constant, and pure. He is with me, and sin has no hold on me anymore. I cannot imagine being saved if I still thought he will only love me, and I will only go to heaven if I do not ever sin again and do good works. I do good works because I want to love him back since I felt how much he loves me. I want to be like him and love him and people. I want to be with him and not be separated from him. Have any of you guys heard of near-death experiences? I didn't know this, but there are millions of people on Earth who have gone through near-death experiences, also known as NDEs. Some scientists have tried to make hypotheses trying to explain it away, and say it has to do with the human brain consciousness. Other scientists and medical doctors, however, who have been first-hand witnesses of these events, say that hypotheses cannot hold true in every instance of an NDE. The reason is because in some of these NDEs, people have been able to describe what was happening to them while they were outside of their bodies. And they could see their surroundings and what the doctors were doing and saw items from an area above the ceiling where those items were not visible The overwhelming majority of the people who have near-death experiences describe a light, and they describe a sense of feeling an overwhelming amount of love. And many of them do see Jesus. And some of them say that even though they did not believe in Jesus, they see someone come up to them, and they innately know that it is Jesus to me, near-death experiences are very good evidence that there is in fact an afterlife and that this is not our final destination. And that is why it is urgent for us to follow Jesus' message because it does matter where we go after death and where we will reside after death. If we do not do the things that he is asking us to do, then we may not end up in heaven. The main thing that I understand he wants us to do is to repent for our sins and follow him and believe in him. That is what I felt God spoke to me over and over again to tell to the people. I believe that this may be because he understands that as human beings we end up sinning although we try not to. If and when we do, we can repent for our sins so that we can be in the right relationship with God once again, both here on earth and in the afterlife. I used to fear death a lot, but after my testimony which, by the way, is not a near-death experience. I no longer fear death. I understand that there is a period of time that I need to stay on earth, and I'm happy to know that Jesus is with me during this time. Death, however, does not cause me any fear any longer, because I follow Jesus and I am looking forward to where I will go once I die. How do you guys feel about your life on earth? Know that Jesus is with you throughout all of the trials on earth. You see, the only reasons I know all of this now is because after the testimony I had, God gave me the time and resources to actually go and look deeper into all of this. And because some of it I felt God spoke to me in my morning prayer, I became immersed in following Jesus after my testimony that I described in the episode of God is Love. I remember a time when I had to work as a pharmacist and was constantly on the go. I didn't even have a minute of the day to sit down and look at this. And not only that, I did not even have the interest to look at it. How many of you out there are going through that right now? You have so much to do and so much on your plate that you forget to even pray sometimes. I understand you because I was there. Jesus, however, mainly wants us to follow him alone and repent for our sins. I repent multiple times a day, because I hear him say for people to repent and be prepared. Some of my family told me that we go to church once a year and repent for our sins in front of the priest, and he blesses us. That's great. Keep doing that if it gives you peace. But know that you can and should repent for your sins daily. All you need to do is wholeheartedly ask for forgiveness of your sins from Jesus Christ. I ask for forgiveness for the sins I remember and all unknown sins as well. Those of you who are familiar with the parable of the ten virgins in the Bible will know what I mean. The Bible does not state that you have to go in front of a priest to ask for forgiveness you need to simply repent to Jesus Christ directly. I used to not understand why the Bible says we are all sinners until my testimony where I felt the pure, holy love of God. The Bible states, God is love. What I felt is pure, holy love. And there is no way any of us can ever come close to that Once I felt that and realized Jesus died for our sins so we could be saved, I realized that I need to repent for my sins daily as it is the measure of what I hold myself to which makes me realize that I am a sinner. The measure of the pure holy love of God is not something I can ever come close to, no matter how much I try. For example, Someone says something to me that hurts me and I feel unforgiveness in my heart towards them. I have to pray to be able to forgive them. Unforgiveness is a sin I recently found out. It usually takes me about anywhere between 15 minutes to a day or so after I pray this to be able to forgive that person depending on how hurt I felt. How many of you have unforgiveness in your hearts for others? If you do, you can pray to God to help you to forgive like I do. Try forgiving wholeheartedly and see what happens. I leave you with this verse in the Bible today. John 10, 9-10 states, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. May God bless you with being able to go through the narrow gate and follow Jesus and get blessed with having life and having it to the full as God intended for us to have. May God bless you and your families.